Podcaster, a unique podcast of stories. Welcome to the Dragon of the Griffin, the library. I pulled my hands from the door, seeing an odd array of little pinpricks along my fingers on both sides. Not bleeding, but clearly there are marks where teeny needles punctured my flesh. What was that voice I heard in the wind? I had this uncanny feeling that I've been here before, yet I've never seen this place with my own eyes. Yet I have this sense of urgency or unbridled curiosity to go onward. The room, upon first glance, now that my eyes have gotten used to the light, that is strangely emits from those crystalline objects in the walls where torches normally would be. Light without heat, a pale bluish tint, how very curious. Upon touching the lamps, I feel an odd sensation throughout my body, almost as if the feeling of one's hand penetrating water without getting it wet, and the excitement of fresh sand pouring over my body. I never quite had this sensation before. I raise my hands to the light, and what? The markings in my hand are gone, as if they were never pierced. These lamps have some kind of healing properties. I'll have to examine them later. As I look around the space, where darkness once was, now a low light begins to glow, almost where the whole area is awakening from hibernation or slumber, if you will. Vaulted ceilings with strange writings in a script or a dialect that I am not familiar with. The walls lined with books, artworks, adorned the wall, statues atop columns that clearly represent the three classic pillars a forgotten treasure trove of artifacts. Yet I had this urge to venture in deeper. What is this place? Whose library was this? There are ornate clocks and scientific equipment from an age where theory and astronomy, or astrology, I can't really tell, were formed into mechanical masterpieces. How is this possible? All of these devices are fully functional and operational, and current. Yet there are no signs of any movement in this space, from what I can tell. What powers this equipment? Is it similar to the same power source that illumination comes from? In what appears to be in the center of the room, from the looks of what I can see, there is a desk with a closed book on top, on a stand. A desk lamp in the style I'm just not familiar with, but clearly it's some kind of metal, hand-hammered, more refined crystal atop. Upon touching the metal, the lamp started to glow, but as a slight purple light emanating from it. The book, more of a tome from the size, breadth, and thickness of it, upon further examination. The fasteners and locks are made from what looked like a combination of precious metals of gold, silver, and copper, all very ornate in the same penmanship as the writings along the edge of the vaulted ceilings. The desk, an old dense wood with elaborate decorative carvings and scroll work. If I didn't know any better, it almost looks like a secretary. Yet I don't see any handles, keyholes, seams, anything. As I touch the lock of this tome, feeling the edges running my fingers along the scroll work and the etchings, I start to explore. A slight movement in the scroll work? What I presume before there were no locks, it would appear that the artwork, scroll work, and etchings of the lock are the actual locks and keyholes I was looking for. It feels almost like a puzzle.
The book feels far too heavy for me to pick up, similar to the large reference books that existed before back at the university. As I look around this great work, the fittings and fasteners are all made from the same material and metal as the lock and the lamps. Yet I can't stop wanting to touch, explore the lock on this tome, as if my hands are drawn down to it. As I move the lock and start to fiddle with its puzzle-like mechanics, this unique joy and curiosity that I feel from it, I can't explain it. Ouch! Once again, my fingers are punctured, yet no blood escapes from my fingers. Wonder. As a curious guest now reaches for the lamp on the table, that purple glow shifts from a crimson red. The lamps all along the walls, the illumination changed from a light blue to now a deep green. The room illumination overall is brighter. Strange sounds are coming from the book, similar to a door opening upon first touching. The sounds of a clock mechanics, gears, tumblers, as if a more massive door was unlocking. Also upon the desk, a small drawer popped out, where there once was a pillar carving. Our curious visitor takes the wooden part from the drawer, and after a time finds the space where it belongs. When inserted, he tapped it with his fist to lock it into place. Behind him, where there was nothing, now stands another set of Greek columns, a total of five, situated in a circle. Architecture tools atop each of the columns, and what appears is a drafting board further past it. As our guest walks towards the drafting table, he notices the lid does open. With some effort, this heavy lid was finally raised. The sounds, much larger now, of mechanical movement was made more apparent. Perhaps opening the drafting board has set something in motion. Three glass vials contained within the drafting board. One, some kind of grain or seed similar to corn. Another with a dark liquid. And the third with some type of oil or substance from the thickness of the liquid in its movements. A click similar to the sound of an old grandfather clock ringing out in this place. The lock upon the book has opened. The book, now unfettered by its seal, is now available for a proper study. What lurked in the pages? What strange writing would I find? As our guest moves closer to the table, where this tum awaits, there is now a chair, a more ornate small throne, if you will. That wasn't there before. The secretary, now open, has a few spaces that look like drawers, where there were no handles once before. I can feel my pulse quicken as I get closer to the book. I want to open it. I can't wait. What is that sound in the distance? Is that a heartbeat? But clearly it's not mine. I also now hear more mechanical movements of what sounds to be a clock. Cold air moves in the space too, with a scent I can't quite figure. How curious indeed. The book opens in what appears to be a blank page, and another, and another. What? Is this a blank book? Why the lock? As I close the book, it now seems to be a little lighter. Perhaps the lock released its bounds from the stand. 
So when I place the book back on the stand and reopen the book, now for a second time there is more of that strange writing that wasn't there once before. Yet it seems like to be moving as if it was alive. The script is constantly changing as if the book is looking for a dialect to speak to me. A book trying to speak to me? How absurd! Yet I can't take my eyes off the script. Wait, what is that? The script is turning into glyphs. I think I know these glyphs. Little things I made up as a child. I used to write them in the sand and the dirt when my parents were on other archaeological digs. The book now shows those childhood glyphs to me. How odd. I think I understand. I think I'm being asked a question. Ikshalva Manoch. Are you ready to begin? I fall back into the chair now where I sit, bewildered by the question that has presented itself to me. I find myself both mentally and audibly answering, Yes, I am ready. But before I could speak another word or think another thought, the room instantly went dark. I felt bound to this chair, unable to move in the darkness. I can't see anything. And yet there's a silhouette there. Am I not alone? Is somebody there? Has something or someone been here all this time? I can hear the wind grow stronger and a voice very faint. Almost a whisper speaks to me. But I can't understand the question of the language. I'm just not familiar. I just know that it's getting closer. As I can hear what I now realize wasn't my heartbeat. But I think it's own. <laughs>